All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again to step in the ring with the greatest tag team in podcast history, Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast, hosted by Travis D. I'm Dizzle J. And we're here this evening to talk to you about our predictions for the upcoming pay-per-view, WWE Battlegrounds, and also a little bit about the surprising news that Kurt Angle uh, kind of shared with us this past Monday on Raw. Real surprising news. Very surprising. Uh, Before we get to that, though... um, Something that's near and dear to our hearts, and the whole reason we do this podcast is to talk about independent wrestling. And I'm excited to announce that as we have this whole month, oh yeah, SCW show tonight in Shabans, SCW Meltdown, their WrestleMania. I'm super excited to be there. How excited are you to not be there? I am unthrilled. <laughs> I am. I'm so disappointed not to be there tonight. I was looking forward to this, and then you know, yeah. work calls. Yeah, so it's, it's unfortunate uh, Jay won't be able to make it to the show with me. So it's okay, though, because I'm still going this evening uh, along with Mental Mary. Yep. So that's going to be very fun. Uh, hopefully she has a good time. And uh, she gets to meet some of the wrestlers that we got to talk to. Yeah, I'm sure so. she would enjoy that. Absolutely. Just don't don't push her too far. I'm not going to push her at all. She's fucking crazy. <laughs> um, luckily, uh, after talking to President Keats uh, with uh, with multiple, multiple annoying ass emails i finally got the match card for tonight nice so i'm really excited so i'm gonna show with you guys some of the excitement that we're gonna have at the show this evening so when you get there and i know you're gonna be there because as a wrestling fan you're pretty much obligated to uh kind of just uh, give you an idea of what's going on so um if you're at the show um a few months ago in shabans they had a battle royal to name the number one contender and that winner of that match was none other than uh, from, I guess what I'm understanding, is Dizzle J's uh, favorite indie wrestler. Craig Mitchell. Craig Mitchell, exactly. So he's going to go up against Marche Rocket, current champion of SCW, in a title match. I hope he wins, too. I, I hope he does, too. I, I, He's a dick, but I, I love the fact that he's a dick. Nah, he's not a dick. He just knows everybody else's place yeah. in the world. Yeah, he, he, he knows the pecking order when it comes right. to him, yeah. So I'm really excited to see that match. Also on the card, um, the Family Asylum uh, is actually going to uh, split off into two different matches this evening. Uh, you got Family Asylum, Family Asylum featuring Ivan Manson and Jake Andrews. They're going to team up to take on uh, SCW Tag Team Champions Elite Payne. That ought to be a great match. I'm over though. I, you know, I'm I'm excited because this is going to be their first title defense since winning the, uh, the belts. Elite Payne's on a roll though. They they won the whole tag team tournament. Final round, took those guys out. I, I don't know where they're going to go from here other than holding on to those titles for a very long time. Yeah, I, I guess I can see this being a, uh, a team that is really going to take that uh, title reign long. And I mean, being the because it's the inaugural titles, you know, they right. are the original champions. And being those, uh, being that kind of honor. You know they're going to do whatever they can to make sure that it stays that way. Yeah, so no matter what, these guys are in SCW history books. Oh, yeah. No matter what. Absolutely. Um, also, uh, coming from the Family Asylum, we got the Lunatic and Braun the Lumberjack. They're taking on Bulletproof Indri- uh, Industries, uh, Brad Kevins and Andy Black. Now, Bulletproof Industries is a little bit of a younger younger guys, I'd say 20s, hype energy, fly around the ring. But the lunatic and who was it? Oh, the lumberjack the guy. Braun the lumberjack. Oh my god, I love the lumberjack guy. <laughs> I just hope he doesn't lick your head. One of them likes to lick heads. Yeah. 
Well, I'm, I'm I'm doing my best to get front row. So I mean, if he wants to lick my head, lick away, you know. He might be your best friend. Maybe uh, maybe I can hold the uh, the Pika, the Pikachu, the Poo Pikachu, whatever. Pikachu or Pikachu, whatever. Pukachu. Puka. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't hear this again. Fucking remember. You guys got my shit wrong. We're sorry, man. <laughs> um, Please don't hit me. Yeah. Well, I'm excited because I mean, like, so we we've been trying to get Andy Black on this show, and he just, I mean, like, I, it's not. I don't know if it's just he doesn't want to be part of it, or if it's a scheduling conflict, whatever it is. But I want to find out really what's going on between him and President Keats. Because it seems like there might be a little bit more to there than what they're showing. I'm sure there is. There's got to be. I mean, like, I mean, like when you walk into someone else's uh, gym and pretty much just trash it, I mean, there's got to be something personal there. Uh, or something he's taking too personal. Might, you know, get some shade thrown at him. He might have gotten in trouble for something, didn't like the way things are handled. Maybe he wanted a title shot, didn't get it. At that same time, does he earn it? Did you just say throw shade? Yeah. What the fuck is that? I don't know. <laughs> I learned it at work. I learned it at work. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Anyways, I'm moving on. I'm moving on to that. Um, in singles competition, you got Mitch Black facing God of War, Lamar Titan. Which, we, I mean, we've seen Lamar Titan in a few different shows. Right. He's, he's all over. He is... A damn good local indie talent. Oh yeah, I think we even met him the one time. We did, we did. Yeah. Um, I think he follows us on Instagram. So good luck to Lamar for following yeah. us. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to see Lamar. I mean, it's always fun watching him wrestle. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, he truly is the god of war. <laughs> this is this is a audio. I know they can't see the video. <laughs> I pointed up, uh, which is weird because it's kind of like what the uh, fucking Sabu used to do. Oh yeah. Not uh, not too much uh, God of War, but hey, you know, same thing. Um, <laughs> also in singles competition, we have the Sheik versus Bane X, which I'm hoping Bane X ends up winning. Is that is that Bane? B A N E? Yeah, that's Bane. That's Bane X. 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 Did I say it right? I don't know. We have yet to meet this man. No, he is masked. Oh yeah. That much I know. I know, and I know he's a hero to the kids. I do know that oh. because we actually, you know, we have his biography on our website. We do, we do, but our uh, our website doesn't offer uh, pronunciations. So I'm gonna <laughs> maybe, say, maybe we should offer our pronunciations. We need to. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say Bainax until I'm told differently. Hopefully, they do explain it to me. Maybe it's pronounced differently. Anyways, he's facing the Sheik. We have seen the Sheik in multiple wrestling companies. Yeah, this is true. And I gotta tell you, I love hating this guy everywhere he goes. Yeah, he's he's definitely a. Uh, get you get you going, kind of guy. Oh, he yeah. knows what to say and how to rally mm-hmm. you up and get in your head. Absolutely. So hopefully, um, hopefully uh, he uh, he ends up taking the loss tonight. Also, we got uh, some Sambra Delgato versus Malix Matthews. And I'm trying to remember. Um, I think this was the tag team that broke up from the last event show we saw. Oh, the like American American Lucha. I, th- I think I know what you're. T- yeah, I remember what you're yeah. talking about. So I think this is the grudge match for that. That ought to be good for you guys. I'm, see, I'm upset. I'm yeah. not, we're going through this. And I'm physically upset that I'm not going to be there. I feel bad you're not going to be there. I, I was looking forward to this show. Uh, to top it all off, there is a battle royal this evening. Um, now, if you listen to President Keats' uh, Facebook Live conversation about, he did mention how because of the success of the last battle royal, they're redoing this one as well. 
I don't recall if this is going to be a number one contendership battle royal or what's the uh, what the prize is at the end of this. But I I enjoy battle royals. I I, do. I mean it's you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So as of right now, those are the matches for the show. Again, with any with any wrestling show, the card's subject to change. So something going to happen. Hopefully it doesn't because this is a great card. Hopefully some gets added is what I'm hoping for, if anything. I mean. Um, also, the uh, listing here is featuring uh, at the show, you got Paradox, Uncle Charlie, Johnny Wild, Max Starr, Angus McDuff, Bobby Blaze, Bobby Bluzz. I hope that's not a typo. Actually, I hope it is a typo because I don't know what Bluzz means. I don't know what Bluzz means either. Uh, Bobby Bluzz. Blues? Blues. Bobby Blues. Bobby Blues. Oh, that's yeah, what that's what it is. Bobby Blues, The Keeper, and Sergeant Brooks. You can tell we don't rehearse the show. These people are going to hate us. Whatever. People are going to hate us. I have a lot of people that hate me. And, and, <laughs> and if, I, if I remember right, Bobby Blues uh, kind of lost his shit since uh, he got his head shaved. Yes. So he's probably going to hit me with the cane. Maybe. Yeah. And his furry boots. Have you seen the furry boots? I wish I didn't see the furry boots. But the, I've seen the furry, the furry boots. The furry boots come up to his knees. So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that is the match card for SCW Meltdown tonight in Shabance. Uh Door opens at 6, bells at 7, $12 at the door. Uh, if you missed the pre-purchase uh, pre, um, on the tickets that were $10 a piece, that's your loss because we told you for the last three weeks. Yep, and they got new new shirts available. They got new shirts available uh, up to 2X. Um, hopefully we can try to make it work to maybe get a couple of 3Xs because 2X don't fit travesty and... Travis, you ain't losing weight anytime soon to fit into it. And I would prefer 3X. And I ain't losing yeah, weight. Yeah, but you like those baggy t-shirt bullshit. Yeah. You fucking hood rat. Whatever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they got shirts and everything. Also, keep in mind, this uh, match, or this show, just like every show that SCW, do, uh, SCW do, do, SCW does. Yes. My God, I suck. How do I podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Every show SCW puts on is a charitable show. Right. They always have a charity there. Tonight they're doing the raffle for the signed Rick Bear, Rick Flair <laughs> Intercontinental title. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm putting in for that. I, I would you know, hope so. You better win. I'm going to add to my collection along with the uh, the dust jacket that I uh, I won from last year. Let's Man see. Show. Eventually when, when we get you know super big, we can just hang everything up that we want at the shows behind us. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? If there's enough followers out there, enough listeners who uh, find interest in the show, maybe we'll raffle some of this stuff off, put a little contest going. I wouldn't say all that. Like the small stuff. The smaller stuff. I'm not getting rid of the Ric Flair title, though. No. I'm not getting rid of the Dust Jacket either. I mean, that was the first raffle I won at right, a wrestling it's gotta, show. It's got to be... It'll be something small. DVDs, stuff like that. DVDs. Yeah. That, we, maybe, that I watched already. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe stuff I... Maybe people start donating stuff to us. Who knows? Time will tell. But that's in the works. Um... Sure. Anything else about the show that I'm missing? I think I kind, of, I kind of covered everything. I think that's pretty much it. I know. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be concessions and stuff. Yeah, nachos. Nachos. Can I get nachos. I, I had pizza puff the last time I was there. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure uh, about this show as the previous shows, but I knew I know they always accepted donations of like dry goods and stuff like that. Yes. So um, non-perishable. Non-perishable items. items. So if you feel up to bringing some stuff out. You know, please do. I'm sure they'll be you know, more than they're more than welcome to uh, to accept it from you guys. Again, it is a charitable show. You know, it is to help out. Um, um, I think it's the veterans. 
Is it the veterans this time? I think it's the veterans this time. So it is great. Go out and check it out. Enjoy the show. It's an amazing time. I'm going to be there. You know, you can take pictures with me, you know. If you want to get bit by Mental Mary, depends on what mood she's in. Who knows? <laughs> um, Steve, you're in luck because I'm flying solo, so this is your opportunity to say some shit. So, wow. Steve probably won't say shit. Yeah. Hashtag fuck Steve. Hashtag fuck Steve. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow night we have uh, 30 Battlegrounds. Yep. Uh, I'm excited for it because this seems like one of the better cards. Um it's one of the better cards that didn't involve John Cena being in the main event. Okay, I'll give you that. So yeah. I do enjoy that. Um, very hit and miss on some of these matches. There, there's excitement to it, but it's not like over the top excitement. And, right, uh, and, and I, I didn't see no build up for the Ty Dillinger in English. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, anyway, even though it's a pre-show match, you think there'll be some kind of information about it. And they also, also, we also found out that Breezango's whoever has been attacking Brizingo and killing their make-believe horse and destroying their office is supposed to confront them also at Battleground. So we get to find out who that is. Who do you think it is? I have no idea. I I find the, these two are hilarious to me. I, I just They're funny. They keep me involved. And it's a nice little break with the SmackDown seriousness. I hope it's insanity. That'd be nice. I would love for insanity to come up. I'd like to see Eric Young. Yeah, I always liked him. I mean, like, it, I mean, it was weird, like, when he like originally was originally in TNA with uh, Team Canada. Right. He was kind of like the guy that they shoved around and shit. But I mean, like, I mean, he grew into like the ultimate fan favorite, eventually winning the championship. And what's weird is too, like, when you watch his career in TNA, he bounces around so much from being a good guy to a bad guy to mm-hmm. a good guy to a bad guy. And like, do you remember? I don't know if I can remember the name of it, but he had like that United Nation themed uh, faction going. I think I remember what you're talking about, but I have no idea what it was called. Yeah, I mean, I I can't remember what it was, but I mean, like he he plays both sides very well. He does. He does. I'm I'm happy he's still there. And I don't know, if, and maybe it's just me, maybe it's just my opinion. I think he has one of the best fucking elbow drops off the top rope. Well, I, I like him all the way around. He, yeah, he's got that in. I love the insanity. I love when he plays the crazy guy. <laughs> I don't like when he played the straight, you know, nerdy kind of guy. He was a great wrestler then. I just don't think that was him. And now he's at the, like you said, best elbow drop. I don't remember what his finisher is off the top of my head. I haven't. I want to say it's a Death Valley driver. Okay. At least that's why I remember it being. But anyway, so since you already mentioned it, Ty Dillinger versus Aiden English, pre-show match. Again, there's no. If there was a build up to it, I missed it. Yeah, there might have been something that I missed on that, but sometimes I have to do things while I watch TV. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who are you calling it? I'll go. Let's go to the perfect 10, Ty Dillinger. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying the same thing, too, on that one. Um, I don't know what they're doing with Aiden English. I don't know if they're working to give him a good build up eventually down the road. But he, I mean, like, they're jabbing him out to, like, everybody. And there was that one fucking uh, pro, uh, promo where he was crying in the back. Like, oh, okay. Like, kind of like, I, I don't know. And it's weird, too. And I mean, like, and it sucks because, I mean, like, this is the son-in-law to the late great Eddie Guerrero, you know? Right. And, you know, it's. But maybe, I mean, that, maybe that's why they keep him around. 
They were like your dad. We're like your uh, father. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're doing this for Vicky, not you. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go straight down the road, uh, down it because I don't want to do that championship match yet. So we'll start from the bottom, work our way back up. Yeah, dude. So, uh, Sami Zayn versus Mike Kanellis. Uh, this is the debut match for Mike Kanellis, correct? Or? No, this is pay per view debut. Oh, that's right. He faced he, Sami Zayn this past week, yeah, right? Yeah, this past week. He defeated Sami Zayn after he had a little bit of encouragement from his wife, or maybe she stepped in the way <laughs> of some shit. Who knows? Magic. All right, well, yes, singles match. You got Sami Zayn versus Mike Kanellis. Uh, Sami Zayn for the last few weeks, uh, interfered, uh, interrupted Mike Kanellis and, uh, Maria? Yep. Maria Canales' um, entrances or interviews. Love showings or whatever mm-hmm. they're calling them. So, you know, it's, it's good that he's got, he got a little payback on Tuesday. But I'm sure on a bigger stage he's going to like to get a little bit more vengeance from that. Who are you, uh, who are you pulling to win this? I'm going to go Canales. Okay. I just think that, uh, I don't know, Sammy seems to be a little bit up and down at times. I don't think he's won a lot of big matches. I don't think he's held a title yet, at least in the main roster. Not in the main roster, I don't believe he has. I know he was NXT champion. Uh, I'm going to say Sammy. Biggest reason is because I'm just going against what you said. <laughs> just because I don't want every single one to uh, be the exact same. But at the same time, it's like, I think when it comes to like a TV show, it's okay for Sammy to take a loss. But I think once in a while, they kind of want to give him his dues. So I think a pay-per-view win will kind of be something they want to give him or offer him at least. I'd like to see him just, I don't know. He was so much fun to watch at NXT. It seems like it's not as much fun on the main roster. I don't know if that's because they're watering him down. I think it just comes all the way back to what I said before, is that there's just maybe too many top superstars on the roster to make room for all of them. I that. Very well could be. Yeah, I mean, like, he... And one thing I noticed, like, I'm not sure if he's done it lately. Remember when he used to do, like, on the outside of the ring, when one guy was on one uh, one side of the uh, ring and Sammy Zoom was on the other side, he dove... Oh, the DDT. Yeah. He, yeah. I haven't seen him do, do that in a while. He doesn't... I think he he doesn't do that a whole lot. He does it every now and again, but... Yeah, that, that was one of the first things I saw him do that actually caught my eye and started making me follow Zam. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and, and this is a guy who started in the Indies under, like, El Generico. El Generico, mass wrestler. Yeah, so, I don't know. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to Sammy just because just cause it's a pay-per-view. If it was a, you know, normal SmackDown, I think I'd be okay if um, I took the loss on this one because I could see how Mike Canales could win with Maria being on the corner. Right. But just to be a little bit different from you and just hoping that they're not trying to bury him completely, I'm going to go with Sammy Zane. AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, U.S. Championship match. This one is probably going to be the match at night, I'm going to call. I think this will be the one. This one or another one I'm looking at here. Because AJ Styles and Kevin Owens are going to go, and they're going to go hard. I mean, Kevin Owens lost at a house show. So he's he's going to come back because he is the prize fighter. He's gonna want to win at pay per view. I just, I just wish I understood the logic of him losing it. Other than you know they want to get that pop at a house show because I mean like if there's a if there's some kind of weird storyline where they wanted AJ to be the champion going in, 
You know, make a SmackDown Live or something, you know? But I'm going with AJ on this one. I'm saying AJ's going to retain at this uh, on this show, this match. I, I think I'm going to go Kevin Owens just because I like, I mean, I hope he just fucking kills AJ, but I hope it's a good match. I fucking love AJ, man. I, I, I love AJ, but I I like Kevin Owens more. Shit, you talk, Hull. <laughs> uh out of all the matches, I think this one will be the hardest one to figure out who would win. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Baron Corbin. That's really hard for me mm. to decide which one's going to win. But this is going to be an all-out, just this, like that's fucking... That's going to be a brutal match. It's going to be brutal. This is the other match I was talking about that could possibly be the match tonight. Mm-hmm. This is going to be an absolute, just hard-hitting, hard-knocks match. Baron Corbin himself is just a mean motherfucker, and Shinsuke is just, he's fucking nuts. Yeah. He's so weird, you don't know what he's going to do, you don't know where it's going to come from, but you know it's going to hurt when it hits. I think, we go with Corbin, he's on a roll. Mr. Money in the Bank. I'm going, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Shinsuke. I think he... The logic I have behind picking Shinsuke is, like, I think Baron's just going to end up losing this match. But I think he's going to end up cashing in at the end of the night. And it's, like, kind of like that down thing. Like, you know, like you think, like, well, if he lost, he's not going to cash in. Shit like that. Logically, it makes sense in my head when I was thinking it before I spoke it. But yeah, regardless, um, I think, I think Shinsuke has a lot of momentum going into it. Again, like, I don't know why they need to feud these guys together. Unless Baron is planning to win the title sometime in the future here quickly, and it's pushing Shinsuke into a title match with him, I think I think with SmackDown they're not necessarily trying to build the feud themselves. They're just throwing these matches like, "Oh, you want to see this versus this? Fuck it, let's see what happens." And then they SmackDown's been putting out gold, yeah, comparatively. I, I wouldn't mind of seeing. Um, the U.S. title match being a triple threat with uh, Chad Gable. We gotta give some Gable something to do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna get to that. <laughs> we'll too get to here. that. We we'll get to that here in a minute. Uh, next match is a uh, Fatal Five Way Eliminate. Oh shit! This is elimination. Yeah. Even better. Fatal Five Way Elimination match to determine the number one contender for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship at SummerSlam. Here we got Charlotte. We got Becky, Natalia, Tamina, and Lana. I'm gonna go. Tamina. Really? Because Lana's going to help her. You think so? Something's going on between those two. And Tamina seems to be the more dominant of the two. It's weird to me that the women's championship match, or the women's championship isn't up for grabs at this pay-per-view. Well, this is the first pay-per-view in a while. It hasn't been, though. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it doesn't have to be every pay-per-view. But I think they do have to defend at least within 30 days. Unless you're Brock Lesnar. But. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that was just weird. Like, you would think, like, you think with every pay-per-view, every title would be on the line. You know? I mean, like, I mean, obviously, I guess when you think about it, I mean, other than Carmella and Naomi, what other women are on the roster? Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, maybe you're just giving somebody else a chance. Yeah. You know, you, you get your two aces, 
and your I don't want, veteran Natalia and semi-veteran for Tamina maybe she's been around for a little bit and you put them together with Lana the newcomer to the ring you see what happens I'm gonna go Becky Lynch I need Becky Lynch the only reason I'm picking Becky Lynch it's because you're picking with your dick it's not because she's hot she's hot but it's not because she's hot <laughs> I'm picking Becky Lynch because for some odd reason I always see a pa- a constant pattern to where when Becky's on top, they take it away from her instantly. So I'm predicting Becky's going to win. She's going to beat Naomi at SummerSlam, and then uh, Carmella's going to cash in on her that night and win. Ooh, that'd be cool. I feel bad for Becky because that's the pattern I see. <laughs> but She's uh, got that, uh, who that used to happen to all the time? One of the men... I don't remember. I think it was Christian. Christian never held it for One long. more match. Oh God, that guy. Yeah. I'm going with Becky. I mean, if I didn't go for Becky, I probably would pick uh, Natalia. But I'm going to go with Becky. I feel like Natalia has been left out of the title picture for some for some reason. It's been years since she's held a title. And she and when she came in, she was actually not just a pretty face, but she could wrestle. Mm-hmm. So it just seems to me like she's been cast aside. Yeah. Uh, John Cena and Rusev, flag match. John Cena. I'm going with Rusev. Really? Like, yeah. Rusev's been gone for so long out of wrestling. I think this is, like, his, like, moment. Plus, I've seen, like, articles and rumors that Cena's coming to the end of his career. Regardless of what he says, it seems like I've seen, like, things that talk about how, like, it's coming close to where, like, he's, like, maybe stepping away for a while. I think this is a great way to push Rusev. And the guy could wrestle. I, I like watching oh, Rusev I, wrestle. Don't get me wrong. I love, I love Rusev. I'm just thinking the flag match is kind of, like, all-American boy John Cena kind of yeah, but may step the game up just a little bit. Nah, I, I, I can see that logic, but... I don't know. I think I think Rusev's gonna go over. I think they're gonna kind of like start giving him that push that he kind of missed out on since he's been traded to SmackDown. Uh, did you see? Did you see Rusev's tweet? No. <laughs> so you heard about Shane McMahon and the the helicopter? The helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> so Rusev tweets out, "When you don't watch, when you don't respond to my videos, my message videos or video messages, you fall out of the sky." Or something to that effect. Uh, that's harsh. <laughs> so you, you think Shane O'Mac jumped out of the out of the helicopter? I feel like he probably jumped out of the helicopter. No, I heard it. I heard uh, it crash landed. Safe crash landing. He probably made it crash. That guy's a fucking lunatic. I don't think he was flying the helicopter. No, he didn't have to fly to make a crash. Why would Shane McMahon crash the his own helicopter? junkie. What the fuck's wrong with you? What are you talking? He climbed up on the Titan Tron and jumped yeah. off the motherfucker. Yeah, and now he's going to be like, hey, you know what would be really exciting? <laughs> you know, maybe I'll jump out of this helicopter or I'll just fucking crash the shit into the ocean. And he did. In spectacular fashion. Because nobody was killed. I don't think there was any serious oh injuries. Oh, my God. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, man? Oh, God. Moving on. <laughs> Um, New Day versus Usos. 
Let me let me ask you a quick question about pertaining to this match. Did you see the rap battle on SmackDown? Yeah. How did you feel about the Usos bringing up Xavier Woods' personal shit? I don't think that they they didn't elaborate that much on it. It was strongly implied, though, right? Or maybe oh, yeah. I mean, me. don't be rated R. But I don't know if you watch those videos, but I did. And that's a little past rated R. Poor NXT women's title. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought I thought that segment was amazing. I thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I went back and you know, watched it a second time. Well, when it comes down to it, if you're looking at the Usos in the New Day Tag Team Championship match, who's taking this one? Keep in mind, the Usos have a victory over the New Day. Mm. I'm going Usos. Going Usos? I'm going to go New Day. I like both both tag teams tremendously. And the funny thing is, I'm one of the few, I think, that like New Day from their start when they were bad or whatever. Mm -hmm. People got real annoyed by them. I was like, man, this is different. This is awesome. Oh, yeah. No, I I like the Usos as a heel. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that eventually they just allow Roman Reigns to turn heel, move him over to SmackDown, and they reborn Samoan SWAT team. That'd be cool. Right? I mean, I like I like Usos a lot better as heels. No, I do miss the um, like the war dance they used to do at the beginning of their intro. I do kind of miss that. Chad, I, <clears throat> I don't. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And maybe if they did it, if they didn't do it every time. You gotta do it every time. It's That's so the long. intro. So what's wrong with that? The Undertaker's was long, and you're gonna hate that one. Well, what the fuck is wrong with you? The motorcycle was way cooler. The motorcycle was cool. I do miss American Badass Undertaker. They should have done a combination for his last match. For his last they should have American Badass mm-hmm. come back in the last match to just motorcycle smoke everything mm-hmm. the fucking whole nine yards. Drop the thing on oh, yeah. fire. Fucking Michelle McCoolco rode on back. Every single gimmick he's ever done in one fucking entrance. <laughs> Just go balls to the wall. You know, He's not coming. I I don't see him coming back. I'm really excited, and I don't know how far into the future we're going to do this. It probably won't be till next year. But I'm really excited to do our Hall of Fame predictions. I mean, we're talking, it's already, what, the seventh month of the year. We're probably going to have to do our Hall predictions. Well, I definitely want to do it before they make the first announcement, what they normally do around Royal Rumble. So Coming probably, out, Undertaker first ballot Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. Oh, he definitely will be. But there are some others that you may agree with, you may not agree with. But we are gonna. I think we are going to have a segment or a show in the future that we're going to sit there and break down the Hall of Fame, who shouldn't be in there, and who should be in there that isn't yet. I'm really excited to have that show. That, that would be a good show. That would be a good show. Because I'm going to tell you right now, there's no fucking reason Drew Carey is in the Hall of Fame. I was going to say Rikishi. <laughs> Yeah, I thought so. You know, I thought the same thing too. But when you look at it, like, I mean, he was there before being Rikishi. That's true. So, but that's one thing. We're gonna break that down in the future. I mean, you gotta go back. We'll go back and we're gonna look at facts and shit. I mean, we'll make we'll make you know put some real effort into this. We gotta look at facts. We're gonna look just at spout facts. my bullshit. no. We're gonna look at facts. We're gonna look at some facts. Um, okay, so you said Usos. I said New Day. Main event: Jinder Mahal versus Randy Orton. Pujabi prison match for the WWE Championship. 
It's been 10 years since the last Punjabi versus match. Has it been 10 years? 10 years. That I know because WWE said so. So there's your facts. How do you feel about when they uh, when they dropped it on SmackDown? That was neat. Yeah, I, I I still think the concept was a neat concept. I just think who'd you have? Ever, I don't even remember. Was it Batista and Kali? Yeah, and that's the thing too. Cause I was trying to remember that match because it wasn't originally Batista and Kali. I thought it was the Undertaker and Kali. It might it might have been. I know I know there was two of them. And I'm pretty sure Kali was in both of them. But I just think when you put in Batista, Batista and Kali, those are two guys who weren't very agile. Don't get me wrong, Batista was quick. There should never be a match where you have to make the great Kali climb over something. Because the fuck can't even bend his legs when he walks. Right. Maybe maybe that that's why they couldn't have a cage match. So they created this Punjabi. So there's enough space for him to lift his fucking huge legs. Maybe. I'm trying to look at the information for real quick just so I can like figure it out because for I remember the last one was Batista versus Great Kali. But Batista was not the original uh opponent for it. So, so I don't I don't remember all that. Yeah, because I think, I, if I remember, I was supposed to be like the fucking Undertaker or some shit. So the first uh, Punjabi match was Great Kali versus The Undertaker. But since Kali attacked The Undertaker before the match, Theodore Long pulled him from the match and put uh, The Big Show in the match against him. Uh, Big Show at the time was the first ECW champion. Which, I'm not sure if you know, Big Show is the only man to win the ECW championship, WWE, or WWE championship, and WCW championship. No shit. In fact, yeah. The only well, man to he, do that. He should have some kind of accolade like that. He needs to. Um, so, yeah. So, they were in the first match. Uh, the Undertaker ended up winning because the Big Show did exactly what he did to Stone Cold Steve Austin nearly 10 years before that and threw him through the cage, causing uh, them to win. Because <laughs> he did that with the Undertaker, or Stone Cold at, uh, I think it was St. Valentine's Day Massacre against uh, Stone Cold versus uh, Vince McMahon. The Steel Cage. That was his debut, too. And technically, it was Paul White at the time, oh, so really, Paul the big show I did it once. Well, that's when he had the long hair. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so that was the first one. And the following year, there were, yeah, the great Kali versus Batista uh, in the Punjabi prison. So, I'm excited for this just because I think these guys are more athletic. Well, obviously, they're more athletic oh, yeah. than the previous, you know, big, bulky motherfuckers that were in the last ones. So, this show is going to be pretty – this match, I think, will be a lot better and it's nice to it's nice to have those occasional matches you don't see every day, right? I mean, I was kind of leery about the Punjabi prison match because of what I remember is the Great Kali versus Batista. I didn't even remember Big Show versus Undertaker, which probably would have been a damn good match because Big Show and Undertaker. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could probably find it on the Dating Network for oh, nine sure. ninety nine. For nine ninety nine. For nine ninety nine. But I think with Randy and Jinder, you got guys who are not only big and strong, Mm -hmm. but fast. Yeah. So we're going to see Scurry, maybe an RKO from the top. I'm I'm wondering how this is going to be. Because, I mean, like, obviously Shane McMahon gave Jinder Mahal the ability to pick the match. Right. Do you think that he thought this through enough to pick this match knowing that now... The Singh brothers are going to be outside the cage the whole time. Will they, though? I mean, lo- logically, they're supposed to. Logically, I mean, like, in hindsight, get, yeah. Unless they, they have a plan. they have to start out there. Yeah. 
Unless they have a plan. I mean, it's going to take them a minute to get into the... If they're coming up this way, I'm going over this way. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited to see it. I mean, the whole rules of the match is escaping both both cages, the inner and the outer. So, when you look at it, uh, Orton versus uh, Mahal, who are you looking at? I'm going to say gender. You say he holds on to it? I'm going to say he holds on to it. All right, let's see. I'm going to say Orton. I'm going to say Orton wins it. I'm going to say Corbin catches in tonight, or tomorrow night. I'm saying Orton. I don't think he cashes in yet. I'm going to say he cashes in. I feel like he's going to wait. I'm going to tell you right now, if they lift that cage before the show ends, Corbin's cashing in. But you have to exit the cage to win. Yeah. So if they start doing this whole thing where like they start raising the cage and they don't cut off yet, Corbin will cash in. If if Corbin is to cash in, this would be the perfect opportunity. Because this match is going to take a lot off whoever wins. I don't see him cashing in if Mahal wins because the Singh brothers are going to be there. But if Orton wins... I think he'll cash in on him. So you're calling if Orton wins, the cash in happens. If Mahal wins, I don't see it because I think Corbin will be a little too smart to be like, I'm going to try to cash in with this, you know, I'm not going to cash in with the Singh brothers being out there because now the odds are against him. Now with this being the card before SummerSlam, who is going to be the opponent in SummerSlam then? If Corbin cashes in tonight, I think it's going to end up being like, they. What I would love to see would be a triple threat match. I'm a fan of triple threat matches. No matter what, I'm always a triple threat match fan. If Corbin ends up winning and you need to have a title match at uh, SummerSlam, one of two things can happen. You're going to have a one-on-one match with Randy Orton and Jinder Mahal to claim a number one contender. Or you're going to put both of them into that match, and you're also going to include Shinsuke Nakamura to make it a fatal four-way. Where did Shinsuke Nakamura come from? He has, he's, what has he done? He's facing Corbin to, uh, to, uh, at Battleground. Oh, that doesn't his, mean he gets an instant title uh, shot if Corbin gets a title. What does that ever matter for Raw? Uh, when does that this ever matter? We're talking about, about SmackDown. Yeah, but where, where logic a little, a little more applies. Okay, Lana got a fucking women's championship and she didn't do anything but show up. Twice. Three times, I think. I mean... She was presented the opportunity by Naomi. New Day was just handed a championship match. New Day was champion for over a year. So what? And then they came. So what? These guys have earned their stripes. Yeah, but they didn't do anything to get awarded a title match the moment they walk in. John Cena just showed up and got a world title match against AJ Styles. Exactly. Yeah, if you think Why? Because, because Cena they just, no, they is just, who he is. They just fucking hand out. Yeah, that's what we're going to do with Shinsuke. They just Shin- hand that shit out. Yeah, I, I, Shinsuke is probably one of the best younger talents there right now. Shinsuke sucks. I'll say it right now. I <laughs> fucking hate Shinsuke Nakamura. I'll say it right now. You're you're one of few. <laughs> I'm just doing it for the argument. <laughs> <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, I, I just don't, I just don't think throwing Shinsuke. I, you'd be better off throwing Kevin Owens in there. Talk about someone who's got screwed around with the title. Okay, then you throw AJ and uh, Owens in there and make it a six-way. It's like Hell in a Cell. Now you're speaking my language. Six-man Hell in a Cell match. Six-man Hell in a Cell. Fuck yeah, bring back what it used to be. You remember the six-man in that Hell in a Cell match? Nope. He got Stone Cold, Rock, Undertaker, Rikishi, Triple H. I think it was Mankind. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I wish I remembered that. 
Yeah, I think this, it was the, I think it was the Vengeance a few years back. No, no, I'm sorry, no, Mick Foley wasn't it because Mick Foley was commissioner when he made the match. So it was Stone Cold, it was The Rock, it was Triple H, it was The Undertaker, Rikishi, Chris Jericho. I miss Chris Jericho. It's on WWE Network for nine ninety nine. Yeah, I don't go back and watch that stuff. You should. I don't, apparently I should. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go back and look at these matches because they're on the WWE Network for nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. Uh, no, I'm I, glad we're plugging their shit. <laughs> yeah, re- regardless if uh, Shinsuke you know deserves it or not, if they're going to give him a world title match, the best thing to do is at SummerSlam. You know, I can see it being a fatal for it, but like I said, more than likely. They're just going to put Orton and Mahal in a one-on-one match to figure out who no one contender is. I, I think I like the triple threat match idea. I, I mean, like, I don't know what it is about triple threat matches, but, I mean, they always fucking, I mean, they, they're, they're enjoyable to watch. I, I, and I'm happy that the women's match is an elimination match, too. I do like that, too. I, mean, I, don't, I don't like the one, one, Paul, one fall five-way match. No. To me, it doesn't make sense. No, I agree with you 100%. I, I like it when you have more than two people in a ring and it's not a tag team, it should be elimination. That's one of the, one of T and one of, uh, I guess, GFW now. Uh, their battle royals worked that the last two guys in the ring, then it would start a match. Mm-hmm. So that was always neat, too. Uh, I like that, that that was different. So the last two guys didn't have to go over the top. Last two guys had to battle out, pin, submit. Yeah. So that made it a little more interesting. Oh, my God. You know what would be awesome, too? This is just a thought to myself now that I think about it. SummerSlam, gauntlet match. Nah. Come on. No, not SummerSlam. Come on. Yeah, fuck yeah, SummerSlam. No. Get a gauntlet match going. No. Fucking gauntlet. You think about it. You got Barry Corman there. They start out. He fucking finishes Shinsuke Nakamura. Then Kevin Owens. Then Jinder Mahal. Then Randy Orton, and then finish off with AJ Styles taking the win because AJ's awesome. He deserves to be champion always. <laughs> Dude, you, I, should, you should bring AJ Styles up to Mental Mary. <laughs> yeah. What, she, don't, she don't like him? She don't like him. Yeah, but she also likes fucking John Cena. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I remember when her and Alicia used to bitch between Cena and Orton all the time. I was always a pure Orton fan. I liked Randy Orton. I liked when he was like psycho, fucking punting people in the head and shit. I enjoyed the punting people. Then. Yeah. Um, pound for pound, no matter what, I think AJ Styles is one of the best wrestlers in WWE today and has been one of the best wrestlers in wrestling in decades. Oh, definitely. The, the guy is amazing. I mean, like he, he's always enjoyable to fucking watch. Fucking always. I'll take that to my grave. AJ Styles, if you hear this, <laughs> please come on the show. We would love to talk to you. Definitely. Right. We can't pay you. No, no, you won't be paid. But you should do it for the love of the business. For the love of the business. Yeah. One hour off your day Saturday afternoon. What's going to do? Hang out with your family? Come on. <laughs> Even Jay doesn't do that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> good. Good thing the girlfriend don't listen to the show. <laughs> um, all right. To kind of briefly wrap up uh, the show and everything, on Raw, Kurt made a special announcement, one that was secret for months. Give me, kind of explain to them, if they don't know, explain to them what happened, and I want your opinion on uh, on where do you think it's going and why they would do this. Okay, Kurt Angle finds out that he has an illegitimate child from his college days, I believe it was, mm-hmm. and it hap- 
and this child grew up to be an amazing athlete. Played all different sports. Came to the WWE as a became WWE cha- tag team champion, and Jason Jordan. Yep. Um, it seems I don't I don't know what happens next. I know that Angle brought his son over to Raw with him because I mean I would too. Mm-hmm. But hey, hey man, come over here and let me let me slide you some matches here and there. So now he just broke up American Alpha, who was damn near one of the best tag teams on either show. Oh, yeah. I, I don't understand where it's going to go. I don't understand how it's going to play out because Angle's been having this squeaky, nice guy, clean image since he came back. Mm-hmm. Not the Kurt Angle I like. I like, I like the little, just a little bit unhinged Kurt Angle. Like Made in Vent Mafia, Kurt Angle? Uh, not quite that. Right around there. Yeah. Um, it it made absolutely no sense to me why they did it. If they were to do it, I don't see why they wouldn't just bring American Alpha over together as a group and he managed the team in some way. Because you know there's going to be some kind of backlash to this because they're going to look at nepotism. And they're going to say that it's all nepotism, that you know he's going to push his son to do this and everything. Because maybe he feels guilty he wasn't part of his life and all that shit. But the storyline just makes absolutely no sense to me on why they would do it. it, it it's just like I had to pull something out of the hat. That's what it really felt like. And the buildup was weird to it. Like, I thought it was going to be a, something a little more... Because uh, I didn't think it would be... Just this. I thought maybe, you know, he was having an affair on his wife with one of the diva, or one of the women. I don't want to call them divas anymore because they're not. When um, when they started doing this, when they started making more and more public about, like, his secret, I thought he was gay. That would have been interesting. I mean, like, it's just like, it's, it, it was just, there was certain things he was saying on the phone that, like, it, it made it clear that he was talking to a guy. But, like, he kept saying, like, you know, when when, when this gets out about us and, you know, I love you. And I, I, I could have sworn he said something about he or something when he was talking. It didn't sound like he was talking to a woman during an affair. But it sounded like he was talking to another man. I, I just don't understand. Like, first of all, if you've only known this kid for months. Yeah. I don't know. Wouldn't it be a little weird to tell this guy after... 20 years that you love him? Yeah. It, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not in that situation, so I don't know. But it'd be a little... To me, it'd be weird. No, I agree with you 100%. It's... I'm interested to see where it's going. I just don't understand why it's gonna, gonna happen. I don't know why any of this is happening. I mean, like... I mean, in, in my mind, when you looked at American Alpha, and nothing against Jason Jordan in any way... I always saw Chad Gable as being the guy from that group. We discussed this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had because he had the willing, the right willing and Gable. Yeah, yeah. So why, why, why Chad Jordan? I mean, like, were they planning on splitting them to push, you know, Gable, and they needed Jordan for something? And they didn't want to leave him behind, so they stick him with Kurt Angle. Because if anything, you think fucking Chad Gable would be, you know, I think I think Jordan looks more like Angle though. Yeah. Because he had those those high cheeks like Angle does. 
I, I don't know. It, it didn't make sense to break up American Alpha. You think at that time that might have been a perfect opportunity to bring American Alpha over to Raw. Still, you know, just hand, let them both just reap the benefits of Jordan being the son of Kurt Angle. I would love to have a match in the future. Like American Alpha versus the world's greatest tag team with Kurt Angle as a referee. Could you imagine that? Who, who do I go for? Who do I go for? I know, right? Maybe, maybe this is something that's building up to uh, Sean Benjamin coming back. Maybe, you know. I, I can't. I hope Sean Benjamin comes back. I miss. I, I, like hear, I hear rumors about it happening. I also hear rumors about another one. What's that? CM Punk. It's, uh, it's hitting the internet again. Which I don't know how true it is because we do know that Punk, uh, they didn't leave on the greatest of terms. They fired him on his wedding day. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, what, Yet another reason not to get married. What do you think the chances are that uh, he'll come back? I, I think they're better now than what they were at first. Because now you got all these guys who he wanted to wrestle. Like the Zanes. And could, you, could you imagine like a fatal four-way? You got Punk, Styles, Owens, and Zane. Mm-hmm. That would be phenomenal. Yeah. Is it weird that um, they still have CM Punk's bio on WWE.com? Really? Yeah. I thought it was taken down. I think that's weird. Something's happening. No, okay, I don't know what the fuck's yeah. happening. I don't know shit. You don't we, we don't have inside information. Yeah, yeah, they haven't returned my calls yet. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I was just wondering if you could tell me anything that I'm not supposed to know. Yeah. Dude, man, like if, if I was able to like sit down and talk to like Triple H or Vince McMahon, I mean, there are like certain questions I have about certain storylines and shit that started and never got finished, or ones that started and don't know why they even thought to go that direction. And, I mean, there are ideas. I just, I just think, and there's been a lot of backstage heat from what I'm hearing between Hunter and Vince McMahon. Yeah, he's probably trying to push him out. <laughs> well, he needs to go. Yeah. Vince just needs to be like, you know what? I'm going to go sit on the fucking beach. Drink my mojitos with my wife and just chill. I heard, uh, and I, I don't know how accurate this was, but I read in an article kind of about the same thing you're talking about yeah. that there was a dispute between Vince and Triple H because Vince wanted Triple H to be more involved on the main roster, but he had so much fun working at NXT. Because, I mean, like when you look at it, Triple H is the Vince McMahon of NXT. Yeah, but he does a better job. Yeah. I mean, right now. People love NXT. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Speaking of NXT, I didn't get to share this with you, but I'm glad I get to share with you and oh. the fans. Oh, nice. Okay, I'm not sure if you're going to know um, who this girl is. Um, I don't even remember her fucking name now. Oh, yeah. Andrea Ocampo. Is she the one they signed from Impact? I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know. Okay. But anyway, so her, name, her real name is Andrea DeMarco. She was released by WWE, so she's not with WWE anymore. But she was in NXT. 
Uh, she was a broadcaster. Uh, she's a motivational speaker, a vlogger, and all everything. Yeah. So I follow her on Snapchat, right? And normally, people when you when you follow them on Snapchat, a lot of those celebrities they don't give you the option to like chat back with them and shit. Yeah. I was watching her story, and she was talking about how she was stuck in her car from the rain. You know, wasn't able to you know get to the place or anything, and she flat out asked, "Like, do you think I should make a run for it?" I didn't notice it until I watched it the second time. That at the bottom, it had the chat option. So I fucking I fucking responded to her, saying like, "How did the story end?" Question mark exclamation point. Did you make a run for it? Question mark exclamation point. Thinking, I'm gonna respond to this girl, but she's probably way too busy, way too involved in what right. she's trying to get done. There's no way she'll respond. She fucking responded. Did you hit her with the fucking information? I did. <laughs> I. I panicked. <laughs> this was truly the first, like, WWE, like, superstar I could recall, like, ever, like, having, like, a very, very brief interaction with. <laughs> I panicked. <laughs> she, she used to, like, LOL, yes, I did, or something like that. And then I just put, yeah, exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> so it was... I was just like, I like, I didn't know what the fuck to say. And a lot of guys are like, hey, you have no idea who I am, but I'm a host of a podcast, you know? <laughs> so I'm going to wait for, like, maybe, a, you know, I, I, I think I'm gonna, I, maybe I'll do it. I mean, at least I know she interacted. And that's what's fucking cool about it is that yeah, she took no, time off to respond. Cool. Yeah. You know, it's like, I mean, maybe, you know, I don't know. Like, maybe she's a normal fucking person. Maybe we get her on the show and kind of talk about, like, NXT and stuff like that. I think she was just an announcer down there, though. Like I said, like, I mean, like, I, I got to go back and I got to see this shit now. I'm like, you know, now you have to fucking refresh my memory on who she was. I think she was just the announcer down there. I, see, I, I fell out of watching NXT for a while, mostly because crazy work schedule. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it was it was so fun cool. I mean, like, I mean, that was, that was awesome. I fought Lana and shit, but they don't give you the option to uh, respond to her. <laughs> so. Probably for good reason. Well, I mean. I mean, I get like there are a lot of creeps out there. Oh, I believe it, you know. And <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyways, it was really cool that she fucking responded. When I post, when uh, when I post uh, the release of the show on Twitter, I'm gonna fucking tag her and see maybe she'll like it or some shit. There you go. Yeah. I don't, I'm gonna try doing that. Like when we talked about AJ Styles a couple weeks ago, I fucking linked him on the fucking uh, Twitter. I hope one day these people fucking like like it or fucking like retweet it. Uh, I mean. I wonder how many of these people are actually the ones in control of their... As far as I know, if it's Twitter verified, it's legit. Really? That's from that's from my understanding. I, I, I don't know how tweeting or tweeting works. Twitter Twitter has like this little blue badge, little blue badge check mark. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to verify the account as being real. Oh. So, I'm going to assume it's real. I'm going to keep going with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything else that we need to bring up? Uh, not on the calendar. No, I'm not coming up. We need to update that. Um, awesome. Well, just a reminder, everyone, SCW Meltdown tonight in Shabance. Doors open at 6, bells at 7. Now, I know this show's going to come out an hour or so before the show even starts, and I apologize for that. But like I mentioned, we've been talking about this show for over a month. It's been all over our Facebook page. All over Facebook. It's on our website. It's in the show every single month. Oh, there's one more thing i got to mention because I – I forgot. So, President Keys got a hold of me, finally, and gave me the information for the wrestling school. Nice. So, I finally got that. So, 
if you guys happen to be in the Bourbonnais, Beecher, I don't know what you what would you call that area? That area that where their schools at? Yeah, is that Bourbonnais Kinky? That's Bradley Bourbonnais Kinky. Okay, so if you're in the Bradley Bourbonnais Kinky area, every which way, and if you happen to know where martial arts and fitness <laughs> is, <laughs> I love how these take these pictures upside down and send it to me. All right, so if you know where uh, Genesis Martial Arts and Fitness is, uh, you can find it on 250 South Kinsey Avenue in Bradley. In Bradley. Um, they uh, the wrestling school. They have a wrestling school right outside the uh, right out from the gym. I can't fucking what's that fucking word. They have a wrestling school at the gym. At the gym. Um, but the best part is like it's not just pro wrestling. They also train managers, valets, ring announcers, and referees. Nice. So I mean, hey, if you guys ever had uh, the dream to be part of uh, a pro wrestling business or pro wrestling company and everything. You know, it doesn't have to be just pro wrestling. If you want to be a manager of LA, if you want to just be the ring announcer, you know, they offer, you know, the the training you need to be the best of the best. So me and uh, me and Jay, we we went to uh, one of the schools, one of the classes. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I definitely want to get back out there because uh, it was fun watching that shit. So, again, you know, make sure you check it out. If you guys have any interest at all, just go in there again. It's at 250 South Kinsey Avenue in Bradley, Illinois. Uh, just stop in, you know, talk to them. Say, hey, listen, you know, I want I want to sign up for the SCW Wrestling School. You know, get involved in it, man, because wrestling's fun. If I had the ability to do it, I'd fucking start doing it all over again. I'm telling you. Um, we could be watching you at a show. Yeah, you could be in NXT sometimes, too. Thanks to JFW, because we told you. <laughs> uh, is that it? I think that's it. Time to ring the bell on another episode of JFW Podcast. I told you to remember the yeah. ending. I robbed Van Damden on the way here. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you follow us on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching Just Freaking Wrestling or JFW Podcast. Um, the links to all of our social media is in the description of the podcast that you're listening to. So you can find the links to all those on Podbean. You know, we're also on iTunes. So if you know somebody who wants to listen to the show but you think they can't because they own an Android phone, you can find it on Podbean. You know, if they own an iPhone, they can Crap. find it on iTunes, you know. We 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 have multiple different uh, platforms that we put our show off of. Eventually, we'll be off in Google Play, but that's in the future. Uh, you know, just make sure you follow us, keep in touch with us. If you have any questions or any suggestions for the show, anything you want us to talk about, you know, just you know, put it on our Facebook page, email us at jfwpodcast at yahoo.com, or go to our website and you can do the comments section from there. Uh, as always, I am Travesty. I'm Dizzle J. Thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. Peace.